Hey there, friends. Are you looking for tools to resolve stress? Reliable information to support your whole health? Tips to help you motivate yourself and identify when motivation is fading before it happens? Implementation, accountability, and someone to remind you to celebrate even the small successes. We live in a world of information and health gurus, biohackers and overachievers. But just because we have the access to countless one thing you need to know right now tips doesn't make it easier to size them up and understands which ones will work for you. What if there was one place where you could find tools you can use and accountability in a community that cheers you on? Where information about health trends and lifestyle is reliable and straightforward. Where you don't need to invest hours of your time, just 15 minutes a week. More if you want to take advantage of recorded meditations to keep you centered and create the space to really integrate your mindset and lifestyle upgrades. Are you ready to see what change you can create in your energy level and improve your mood? Ready to discover that stress isn't your enemy and could even become your secret weapon to leverage your success? The Velocity membership is designed to give you the support you're looking for, along with community and tools you can use today to restore your vitality and resilient health. I'm Susie, host of the Happify podcast, a stress resolution coach, and your new cheerleader. I know that you have what it takes to up-level your health habits and restore your resilience. You just might need a boost to start building momentum. I've designed a membership where you can choose the level of support you'd like to get every month, whether it's tuning in to connect with like-minded change makers or getting personalized support with one-on-one -on -one coaching to help you chart your path to success. Check out the link for the Velocity membership at happifiedlife.com. Special pre-launch pricing is now available for premium support, but you can jump in for free if you just want to test the waters. I look forward to seeing you inside. I am so excited this week to share with you my conversation with Krista Inokovsky. She is the founder of Empowered Teens and passionate about giving our teens the tools and the voice to thrive in the unique demands that they face in these days that we find ourselves in. So thanks for joining us. I know you're going to love this conversation. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. All right, terrific. I am so excited to start the week off strong with a conversation I have been waiting to share with everyone. Today I'm joined by Krista Inakovsky. Thank you, Krista. I'm so happy that you're here with me today in Orlando and I'm in San Diego, the beauty of this virtual world that we live in now. Coast to coast. That's right. Krista is a teen confidence coach and founder of Empowered Teen Confidence, and we'll be sharing all of her information, contact links in the show notes, so everybody can stay tuned in to what Krista is developing and sharing. I know you're going to be excited as we explore this together. Krista Inakovsky is an experienced professional dancer and MC who performed on TV and stages around the world. 
She's the founder of Empowered Teen Confidence, a program that empowers teens and tweens with self-confidence and connection. Throughout her journey, Krista developed graceful presence, the ability to thrive under pressure, and a resilience against rejection, which she now inspires teens and tweens to incorporate into their own lives. Girls love working with Krista to envision a bright, unlimited future for themselves and articulate strong communication skills and presence. Moms love having their daughters work with Krista as their daughters learn how you show up isn't about impressing other people so much as it is being proud of who you are and having willingness to share that amazingness with others. They love seeing their daughters stand, walk, and talk with confidence and self-assurance. Krista says authentic self-confidence grows from developing self-love and embracing your uniqueness. Happiness is directly related to feeling connected and accepted. Empowered provides the playground for this to happen. So you can see why we're so aligned. Thank you, Krista, again for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm looking forward to this. So I know that you have been a coach for some time. And so mm -hmm. in the last year, you turned your focus to working with teens and tweens, which I think is incredible. Can you tell us a little bit about what drove this pivot? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working with mainly entrepreneurs, startups, uh, people in transition, uh, women, of course. And as I had a big life transition myself, I was tapping inward for where I best kind of called to serve. And I have two teenagers. I found myself a single mom with two teens. And I became really aware of the stress, the perceived stress that teenagers are under these days. Then this is before COVID. So this is even just, just being a teenager. <laughs> Right. What the transition I felt as a mom, as my kids went from elementary school into middle school, that became a big shift as for the involvement for parents is a lot less. And now you're out of reach. And now they're developmentally being challenged, you know, as their mind changes, as their body changes, now they're in a new group of friends. So it became really just heightened to me that this transition into middle school is a big one. And then it just continues throughout their teenage years. Uh, and, and the other kind of funny thing is, Susie, as I, as I coach with women, how many times does this, as we're diving through and kind of peeling back the layers, so they go, well, it all started back in middle school. Oh, when I you know, wasn't ready for the test or my math teacher called me this. Or, you know, and there's so much that really kind of connects back to those formative years. And it was just a big, a big light bulb moment for me that God said, you know, I think you're the work that you've been doing could really translate well with teens. And I, and I connect well with them, I feel. And so that's really how Empowered came to be. I love that. I think that's such a powerful recognition. And a lot of times our work evolves just because we start to recognize there's more need or that by working upstream, we can really address issues before they take root and grow into things that have more impact than they need to in our lives. Yeah, that really is it. I noticed that there is heightened awareness around mental well-being. There's more kids that are being medicated. There are more kids that are seeing counselors and therapists. And I'm proactive in my health. I'm proactive in how I eat. I'm proactive in how I think. And I thought, you know, if we can bring some of this to teens as they're developing, let's prevent them as much as possible from feeling anxious, depressed, 
overwhelm by giving them the tools now to develop this belief in themselves and have a higher level of objectivity so they can view the world in a way that's going to help serve them uh, instead of waiting to see, well, which ones just get kind of, I don't say run over, but you know, some kids are more sensitive or more prone to just feeling the weight of the world on them. And then parents are having to, oh my gosh, how do we get them out of the hole? Well, let's just prevent them from falling in the hole in the first place as much as possible. Exactly, exactly. And I, I think that the name is so appropriate. I feel that's so empowering to begin developing these tools 10 years earlier than perhaps any of us even conceived that we should be focusing on our confidence, you know, having more strength in our position and viewpoint, right? When the world meets us and starts presenting opposing viewpoints, it's so helpful to be grounded and rooted and confident in what you already feel rings true with you. Yeah, it's so true. And being in a place where you're encouraged to be the best of who you are and celebrate your uniqueness. Because another big thing that happens during these years, especially with the girls, is wanting to fit in and wanting to blend in. And it's this kind of weird dichotomy of wanting to blend in, but be unique. But you can't quite figure that out and wanting to look like or feel like or act like everyone else. But they're like, well, who is everybody else? And so we have a lot of conversations around that celebrating what makes each girl's from their personality to their fabulous hair, or their crazy hair, or their being tall or being dark or being whatever it is that they are and embracing all of that to really connect with who, who she is called to be. And it's important, I think, at that young age to have that conversation. Yes, that's so powerful. I think it's true as a person who's always had straight hair, I've always been jealous of those with curls or as you know pale complexion i've always kind of envied those with freckles right it is the characteristics that set people apart that make them unique that stand out to us so it's interesting that we fall into this pattern where we feel like we have to fit in and anything right. that makes us unique is somehow a detriment yeah it's true and i also i look at there's kind of two different things it's avoiding the anxiety, the depression, the stress, the overwhelm, like there's a whole set of tools that are avoiding the negative and it's all about elevating the positive. So I look at the program as a leadership program because what are the qualities that like you and I are entrepreneurs? What are the, and I talk to other girlfriends that are entrepreneurs and I am always asking you, what do you think are the qualities that are most important for you to succeed right now? And there's a lot of the soft skills right? It's listening, it's active listening, it's empathy, it's tenacity, it's resilience, it's being able to find a plan B, it's being okay when one way doesn't work and another one does. It's being able to hear somebody else's point of view and not agree with it, but still be okay with it. So these are, are things that our young ladies and young men are going to need to develop to be successful, whether it's in entrepreneurship or in the corporate world. And I don't see that they're being developed just kind of naturally. Mm -hmm. The school system isn't really poised to work on the soft skills and nor is social media as their main outlet for connection and communication. So we have to create it. And that's what I get to do with them. my groups is create an atmosphere where all of these things are part of the discussion and they get to do it and practice it and be it and and live it out, not just hear me talk about it and take notes about it. It's me getting them to talk and 
ask them questions that they've never thought of before and let them know it's okay that there's no wrong answer in my group. You can say anything you want. I can just go, oh, that's an interesting point of view. Have you thought about this? But I'm never going to tell them they're wrong. And I you know, teach each other, the other girls in the group, not to ever make somebody else feel wrong. So we create an open space for creative thinking and out-of-the-box thinking and stretching your mind beyond just analytical memorizing. That's pretty cool. Exactly. And I think especially at that age when there's so much learning going on, so much new information being assimilated that just like you say, you learn it, you might take notes, it's presented and then it gets filed, right? But until we actually have the opportunity to explore it, to feel how it fits, to have a conversation like that and to give each other space and to hold space for each other, I think at our age, some of us still need to get back in touch with those soft skills and reconnect with that. It's true. I'm a mastermind facilitator. I learned through Jay Facet, who I, I work with. And I instantly fell in love with masterminds because of that. It is creating a space to be raw, to be real, to be vulnerable, to bring up a problem that you don't know the answer to, and then to be in a receptive mode for feedback. And I think, honestly, I'd just gotten burnt out with networking. And I'd been in so many women's organizations and Everybody shows up buttoned up. And this was, you know, five, 10 years ago. I think things have gotten a little more casual, at least from my perspective. But yeah, everybody shows up buttoned up and everything's like, it's great. And this is great. And that's great. And I'm so successful. And like, really? Like, where, where's the authentic connection here? And so when masterminds were presented to me, and I, I got to join one that, that Jay did, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, like it blew my mind. And I dove in and had uh, been doing masterminds with adults. And so in a, in a way, I'm creating this mastermind environment for the girls, for these teens and tweens. They don't necessarily know it. I don't call it a mastermind, but it's a safe place for sharing, for exploration, for opening up on a problem and then getting solutions. So it, that's I, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Not only getting solutions, but feedback and people saying, I understand where you are. I've been there myself. And that outside perspective is so powerful. It is. I'm glad you said that, Susie, that I've been there myself. That's one of the main things I hear from the girls that I work with is they're like, oh, like other people feel like I do. I'm not alone. And then they're like, oh, I can breathe. I can, I bet the weirdo, or maybe I'm weird, but so is she. So I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what you're saying resonates too, because I did a lot of networking in my previous incarnation. I worked in the senior service industry. So I did a lot of networking for five years while I was doing that line of work. And it's very much, you know, you've got the polished image and this is how great our company is doing and we're ready for everything. And it makes me think a lot of the way we present ourselves on social media, like heaven forbid, we admit we're having a bad day, you know, that we had trouble getting out of bed and, you know, we're miserable at work today, right? It's only the amazing meal, the great vacation we've gone on. Even in the midst of this year, people are still very resistant to letting, to being authentic on social media. So there's all of this veneer that we have yeah. to chip through. It's true. It's true. And I like the idea. Well, I work with parents. I don't work with parents exclusively. However, of course, I'm working with them when I get to work with their daughters. Um, and that's one of the things that I say has worked for me as a mom with my teens is 
being vulnerable, like being open to when you're having a bad day or you know, when you get a comment from someone at work or that just like blew your socks out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. And I share with my kids. I don't want them to think that they're the only ones going through it. And then once you get to be an adult, you've got it all pulled together and everybody knows how to behave because they don't, we don't. And I think one of the best ways we can teach our kids not to be, you know, so, so concerned or so stressed is to be vulnerable and to share with them what's happened in their own lives. Um, of course, we want to have the, like a, a solid groundedness where they feel secure but there also needs to be that element of reality that you kind of be like, wow, you know, I'm having a bad day. And it's just how it is. And this is, you know, can I talk to you about it? And letting them see that it, what being human is all about. Yeah. That there is power in being authentic and vulnerable. Yes. God bless Brene Brown for bringing that out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She did a beautiful job. Yeah. I really love that. So in addition to that, kind of interface that we find ourselves operating through, especially now with physical distancing mm -hmm. and that lens of social media, what, what other stressors do you tend to find our teens and tweens encountering that are difficult for them? That's a great question. And I tend to work with high achieving, high potential teens as I'm connected with a lot of entrepreneurs and professionals like yourself. You know, you use personal development to get to where you are and mindset's important to you. So women like you, when they have kids, they often want those same things extended to them. And so they make a really good fit. So it's not necessarily kids that are troubled. It's kids that have a lot going for them. And because of that, they're packed. Mm -hmm. You know, am I keeping up with studying for my ACT and my SAT? And how am I doing on my grades? Am I getting volunteer hours? Am I like both of my kids I mentioned are in musical theater. So they're singing and dancing and auditioning and other kids are in sports and are they training and keeping up with those demands? So it's, it really comes down to managing the high demands of being a high potential kid. So true. And giving them these, I mean, it's a lot of different things, but it's outlet. It's an emo it's connection to their emotions so they can both understand and share how they're feeling. I do a lot of giving kids a variety of different tools that they can use to mitigate stress, to prepare for a test, performance anxiety techniques, visualization. I'm a yoga instructor and meditation. So everything from drawing to music to guided visualization, breath work for meditation, moving the body. And I, for kids especially, but same for adults. When I sample and give them a bunch of different tools, then they're going to find the one that resonates with them. And when they're starting to feel those emotions come up in the back of their head, they're like, oh, that's what Miss Krista was talking about. I'm going to do this one. Like, I'm going to go outside and take some breath and look at the guy. Or I'm going to put some music up there. But they've got this is like a little variety tool pack, and they get to pick the one that works for them in that moment. And now they're becoming more in control. And the cool thing that I hear from parents is that they really recognized that step up in responsibility and being ready when it's time to be ready. And even sharing, like one of the moms said, my daughter came over to me and she said, you know, mom, I'm feeling kind of stressed out about this right now, but I'm going to go outside and do one of Miss Krista's tools and I'm sure I'll be better. And she was like, who was this young lady? Like that, like, wow, that's really amazing seeing and put it into practice. And that's what it's all about. Yes, that's magical to have those tools from that point on as we're just really embarking on, as you point out, I mean, the pressures 
that our kids are under are so much greater than they were when I left high school 25 years ago. <laughs> well, at this point, I think I left college closer to 25 years ago. But at any rate, there was a lot of that expectation, right? We were really worried about what would go on the college application. But now my friends who are raising kids through high school and beyond, it's a whole new level of not only the school sports, but league sports. And it's not only volunteering, but it's leading social projects. It's not only, right? So everything seems to have gone up. One up. To mm -hmm. the nth degree. That's true. And, and so part of that comes down to the parents' belief system as well. And that can be part of the conversation on how important that is. But one of the biggest lessons, and I just, I love my 16-year-old son took me for a walk the other day, and he was sharing this with me as, as if I didn't know it. But secretly, I think I've been saying it his whole life, and it's just now sinking in. But I love that he came to me with the idea, like, mom, you know, there's not just one way to get to happiness. There's not just one way to have success. Like, I don't have to just have one path to get there. And I was like, you are so right. And in my head, I'm like, yay, it's sinking in. Yes, 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 yes. That's where it can get really tricky is those that feel like it has to be this one particular path because if somewhere along the line, I don't say they fail because it's not a failure, but if in their perception is that they failed by not getting in the college or not getting the score or not whatever that looks like, then their whole world falls apart because it's been so focused on like, this is the way. And when I do that and I get that and I go A, B, C, D, da, 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 da then I'm going to be happy. And you know how many people did all of that? And they're like, I'm not happy. I don't know who I am. It's not really the career I should have chosen. Did I ever ask myself what I want to do? I didn't do a great job of picking out a spouse because I wasn't aligned or I wasn't a good spouse. Like there's so many ways that we see adults that I'll say we have blown it, but it didn't always work out right just because you followed the path. Yeah, that's such a great example or demonstration because we do, we tend to set a course and follow it without checking back in to make sure we're still aligned and feeling authentic. And I think too, you know, we might set a course and think this is the only outcome that we will settle for and something happens. And then once we're derailed, it's so hard to recover from because what else is there? There was only one definition of success. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's so powerful to have that recognition. Like there are different ways to find happiness. And success looks different to different people. I love that. And to be okay with that, defining what a happy life looks like for you and starting those conversations early. And I mean, good grief, I've grown so much over the last five years and being single over the last two years, like exponentially grown. There's no way I could have known anything about this version of Krista when I was 18 or 16 or 14 or these, these young ages that were putting pressure on kids. We're all in the development of becoming who we're going to be. My wish is we could take the pressure off them just a bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And to provide that space, which I think to your earlier point of being more open and authentic and being willing to admit, I had a bad day today. My project didn't go great at work. You know, this is what happened. And maybe I can try this or recalibrate. And that's such a powerful conversation to help your family be a part of. So the kids can be like, oh, yeah. And then when things go awry, we can correct course. Right, right, right. And even sharing the tools mm -hmm. and going, oh my gosh, this got me all fired up. Therefore, I'm going to go take a walk right now. I'm not going to work on this next part of my job or my project because I wouldn't be in a good space 
I wouldn't be happy with my work. I'm not going to get on the phone or respond. Like whatever it is that you are going through, what decisions you're making, if you can share that with your kids, then they're seeing the choices. We have a ton of choices all throughout our day, especially when something less than fabulous happens, whether we're on the receiving end of a bad conversation or a project that didn't go well, to kind of just let them in on your thought process and what you're doing or how you're kind of finding your own way back to center. Um, and that can also come in having conversations with them if they walk in and be like, hey, mom, I need you. And be like, I would love to be with you. I need, I need five minutes because something just went down and I need to pull myself together so I can be really clear and present with you. Or things are going great, but I'm like, my mind, like I am mid-project, I'm in the flow, I am writing, it's this great stuff. I need to finish getting that out before I shift gears and then I'll be with you. Because that can also teach them um, those same kind of skills, which is, I don't want to ever, well, I try not to just be like, all right, let's go get in the car or dinner's right now. No, it's giving the heads up. Mm-hmm. Hey, dinner's going to be in about 10, 15 minutes. So why don't you wrap up what you're on? You, giving all of us the same respect from our kids. That's how I feel like we learn by example. Exactly. Exactly. Teach by example. Both. We teach by example and learn by example. Yes. Right. And admit that we're still learning ourselves, that we don't have it all dialed sure. in. Sure. Yeah. We don't want to be the, the know-it-all that doesn't really know it all because <laughs> they're going to figure it out someday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Our teens are very good at seeing <laughs> yeah. through that. <laughs> One other question that I had for you is because communication is so important and you've definitely given us some good perspective or tools in terms of keeping that open and helping them recognize that we respect their needs and they can respect where we are and where we're coming from. In your experience or work with teens and their parents, what are some ways you have found that supports reestablishing communication when it starts to get off? Yeah, that's a really great question. And one of the biggest reminders that I have for parents is to listen and you don't have to fix it. They're not always coming to you for your brilliant solutions. They just need to be heard. And you can actually build a closer bond just by doing some active listening with some empathetic, I hear you, and not telling them what to do. Because that can end up creating a distance between the two of you, especially if your brilliant ideas are not relevant. (laughs) Sorry, mom and dad, sometimes our word is not relevant to how they're interacting or the words that they're using. Uh, And so our kids really just want to know that it's okay and to have a hug and or even in to ask, you know, would you like some feedback on this or you feel good to sharing with me? Mm -hmm. Because we can end up ending the conversation too soon when we're the ones that are trying to give this brilliant advice right back to them and it doesn't always land. So true. And another lesson that I think is relevant at any age, (laughs) whether that be with our spouse or friends, you know, sometimes we think, oh, we want to save this person. Let me let me bring them out of pain. Let me solve it. And a lot of times they just want to be heard and acknowledged and have some space for these emotions to work out in a safe place because they can't always work out in the moment that they're coming from. Absolutely. I agree with you completely, Susie. And sometimes just a couple of key questions can help the conversation going instead of giving them answers and solutions. Like, oh, well, how did that make you feel? Oh, was that a good thing? (laughs) You know, often they'll tell us something. I'm like, I don't, is that good or is that bad? Or, you know, 
what did Joe think? Like what the other person, you just, just open up that conversation and uh, by asking short questions and inviting them to continue to share. Yes. I feel like for, for both adults and kids, our best realization is when we can come to the conclusion ourselves and not have somebody tell it to us. Mm-hmm. So if anything, if you can just help lead someone to find their own inner solution, then that they, they're going to connect and resonate with it more so than mom or dad telling them, well, you know, what you should do is, it always works. So true. It's easy to put up obstacles. Well, that would never work because this, this, or this. Whereas if you give them space to try out some different scenarios or options, they might come around to something similar to what you were saying, but presented in your own words or too soon, they could put up a block and miss that opportunity from both sides of the conversation. Very much so. Um, And it it teaches active listening. um, And that's something I I do within Empowered is I teach the girls right off the bat. I'm like, so what does it look, what does it look like to be listening? And they learn that that means they're not looking at their phone or anything else. They're making eye contact with the person talking and they're not talking. It's three simple things. However, most people think that then that I can hear you just fine. Like I'm looking at this, but I can just talk along. I got you. I'm fine. I'm paying attention. And you're like, <laughs> it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it doesn't build connection, right? Maybe I can hear you, but am I really, am I really getting you? And so I say, when you look at someone, you make eye contact. Now it's not just the words that they're saying, but you can read them. You can read their face. Are they connected mm-hmm. with what they're saying? It's how do they feel about what they're saying? And uh, we can be a much better, more supportive friend when we're taking everything into consideration by reading their body language and their facial expressions and not just halfway listening while we're looking at our phones or something else. Yes, so true. That's a powerful tool that we all need. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we all could use that reminder. I, I definitely catch myself. I'm like, if I am teaching this, I need to do it. And I like, all right, Krista, put it down. I always try to, (laughs) of course, stay in alignment with everything that I'm teaching and making sure that I'm practicing it and doing it just as as much. But we have to keep top of mind. It's really easy to fall into these other patterns. Yes. Yeah. I love these tools. And I'm so excited that this program is available. And so would you let us know how people can work with you with your Empowered program? Absolutely. I'd love to. So I have, for those middle schoolers and high schoolers, they don't combine because they're, you know, developmentally quite different, going through different things. Mm-hmm. But I uh, enroll the uh, Empowered programs about every eight to nine weeks. So regardless of when you're hearing this or you're interested, you can reach out to me, um, as you mentioned, my website, which is my full name, kristanakovsky.com. You can access, there's some of the programs there uh, and reach out. Uh, I love to do a the get to know you call because I want to hear about your daughter and what she's up to, and then see if there's alignment for the program. Uh, and then during the eight-week program, the girls are in a, it's a small group. It's virtual. So they're, you're zooming in from anywhere, but it's not just another Zoom class. I know they're already doing school in that format. So try to get them standing up and we're moving and we're connecting and you know using a lot of our presence and body language and different ways for the girls to connect. Uh, And then I do a a bonus class each week that's either for the parents or for the parents and the girls that would incorporate uh, a yoga or meditation lesson. So just another outlet to practice some of those tools that I may just get to talk about 
gives them a chance to actually practice them as well. So it's a great comprehensive program, all there to fuel their growth and development and leadership skills. And that little, that, that light, like as, as parents, we see this beauty and this potential. And sometimes that light gets kind of dim where they're caught up in just second guessing themselves or different situations or overwhelmed or figuring out what this new body is, or, you know, there's just so many things that are happening. And, and so I look at this as a way to help us light that flame with any girl, feel comfortable, shining bright. Uh, so that she can enjoy mm-hmm. her child, her childhood and her teenage years and not look back and like, oh, I just worked too hard or I was so self-conscious. <laughs> right? mm, exactly. And didn't take the opportunities or chances that we wish we had, you know, it's definitely, we don't want to get further down that path and wish or wonder mm-hmm. what we could have experienced had we been more open to it. And, and I love that your focus is on helping them develop the tools, because I'm sure as a parent, the urge must be to fix, to just bring them out of pain and fix something immediately. But it's so much more powerful when they've developed these tools and they've got that confidence because they know that they can deal with it. Yeah. And therefore they can deal with so much more. That's it. It's, it's about your self-confidence comes from this authentic self-love. And I really instill the fact that they are the creator of their life. Sometimes you feel like they're just reacting. And when you understand that you have control over your emotions, you have the ability to choose your emotions, your ability to choose how you show up. That's why it's empowering, right? It truly is empowering to recognize and be taught the choices that are available to us. And the sooner they can understand that, start playing with it, getting comfortable with it, the better off they'll, they'll be. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap up our conversation? Oh, I'm just excited to get the program started in my home. I create this cool living room space where the girls would come and they'd hang out and we'd do all of these things together and in person. And now it's online, which means people from all over. And I love that. I mean, just imagine a group of, you know, eight or 10 girls hanging out together. And one's from California, one's from Florida, one's from Philly, one's from Boston, a couple from Canada. that they're all coming together, going through these things and getting these little insights that the world isn't exactly like it is in your neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, you do it like that over there? Oh, well here, what do you mean it's snowing? What? It's, I'm in a bikini. Like, you know, there's all these different cool things that the girls can get to experience from each other by being a part of this intimate connected group. And then, hey, who knows how they'll get to be friends down the line and get to go visit each other and, and things like that. So there's a lot of potential that can come from it. Mm-hmm. So I just, anybody, if you're, if you're watching, if you have a daughter, if you're a mentor, if you're a teacher, if you're an aunt, or of course a dad, you may have some men watching, which is awesome as well. And you're connected somehow with a, a tween or teen. Connect with me. I, it's, it's great to have a phone call. I love hearing what kids are up to, even if we're not a fit to work together. But yeah, jump in. Something great that they haven't experienced before and will really stick with them for years to come. I mean, my, I'll tell you the girls that I started with me, they kept repeating. And I would do another group and then they'd re-enroll. Hey, mom, I want to do another round with Miss Krista. And, and so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something right. If the girls want to come back and they like it, then yes. that's a home run. 
Exactly, exactly. And that's the kind of community that we really need, that kind of supportive, open opportunity to appreciate what makes us unique. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I'll have Krista's information available so you can get in touch with her because I really think that this is inspired. And if this had been around when I was younger, you know, like there's just how many lessons could we learn earlier and have a smoother transition into our independence? So I love the work that you're doing. Thank you, Krista. Oh, thank, thank you for you. tuning it's in my today. Pleasure. Check out really the show notes it. for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.